However you want to make a splash this year, Wool Runner Mizzles from Allbirds can help every step of the way. Wool Runner Mizzles are shoes crafted with premium supernatural weather-repellent materials. The high-top uppers are moisture-wicking merino wool with puddle guard technology, and the supernatural rubber treads ensure all-weather traction, so you can jump into anything, rain or shine. Make a splash with Wool Runner Mizzles from Allbirds. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com today. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. Dominic, yeah. here we are in our lovely studio for the Friendship Onion once again this week. I've taken my shoes off. I'm doing the same, Dom. Now, I read online someone <laughs> just throw them off in a fit of joy. Oh, that was um, good. Oh, you can't leave that there. That looks like some sort of protest. Kick it off. Kick it off. Where would it go? Just kick it where you went, the other one. Right, ready? He's done it! Oh, lovely shot. I flung oh, it! Wow. Um, I was reading people um, chatting about our podcast and leaving messages for us and stuff like that. And someone left me a message to say, because you had taken your shoes off a few weeks ago, and they yeah. said, when another human yeah. takes their shoes off in front of another human, it's because they're extremely comfortable in front of them. Which is, it's true. It's a vulnerable thing to do, isn't it? It is. Horses will also do that. Their but shoes. Much more difficult for a horse to remove a shoe. Yeah, yeah. Look, at, look, I've got Van Gogh socks on. Or as they say in the United States, Van Gogh. They're very nice. Thank you. Spiral. Starry, starry night. Who sang Pain that? blue and green. <laughs> who sang that? Uh, you. <laughs> well, just then. But who was the artist? I, do you want another Paul clue? Paul Simon. No. Do you want another clue? Yes. You never give me one. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, I just asked you a question. That you'll get it from this. Right. He wrote a much bigger, iconic hit called American Pie. My American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was high What's a levee? Is it a lavy? Is it like a toilet? No, he drove drove his Chevy to the toilet Levee, it's got something to do with water Of course it has, it was dry I think it's, is it the wall that holds in the water? Is that not a dam? Damn, you might be right if anyone out there knows what a levy is and why this songwriter drove his Chevy to the levy and why he was so disappointed that it was dry, please send an email to thefrenchyponion at castmedia.com. You just said all that stuff because you're delaying because you don't know the answer. I don't. Should I give you his initials? Yeah. Which is interesting because you know me. Right. D. Right. M. Same as Dominic Monaghan. Uh, a dog's mother. Uh, Dwayne... Name of a name of a famous cartoon character. Don. 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 Scottish name. McLean. <laughs> From the Northern McLeans. Now, if you like Don McLean, who I absolutely do, and you know his iconic song "American Pie" and Vincent Starry Starry Night, which is, <laughs> which is about Vincent Van Gogh, he also sings an amazingly beautiful song called Crossroads, which used to make an ex-girlfriend and I weep openly in front Could of Could you sing it quietly and, and just into my ear? You know, I actually don't really remember it very well anymore, but do a Google, not a Google search, do a Spotify search. You can find us on Spotify um, for Crossroads by Don McLean and you will weep. 
Well, is it about um, the the guitarist Robert Johnson who sold his soul to the devil no, at the crossroads? It's not about that. From what I remember, it seems to be about two, which is probably why my ex and I used to cry about two lovers, right, at a crossroads in their life, where one of them says, "I'm going this." Way. One of them saying, "I'm going to McDonald's," and right. the other one saying, "I'm going to Burger King." Ah. Uh, that's a metaphor. They're not actually getting different burgers. It's like right. I'm. I'm going to be a scientist. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a fisherman. Well, we can still be together. But can we? Because I'm on boats for like six months in, well, that's in all right. the deep. I'm a scientist. See? I'll discover how we can be together. Really? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, maybe we can continue on in this Do you remember a soap opera called Crossroads? It's a bit young for it, but I do remember it. There was a character called Benny in it. Oh, yeah. And he wore a, a very little hat. A beanie. And if anybody wore a beanie hat, you call them Benny. Right. What was Crossroads about? What was, like, Coronation Street's about that street, and mm-hmm. EastEnders is about that square. Yeah. It was about a hotel called Crossroads. I'm sure that that's probably what Don McLean was singing about. Yeah, good point. Also, this week, since I'm, they call me Mr. Generous Head, I have brought for you a gift. A feather! Wow, is I that present a feather to you. from a, a peacock? Yeah. My God. Oh, it's very delicate. Hang on. There you go. Now it's very take delicate. It from the bottom. I thought you'd like that. That's, that's lovely. Isn't that lovely? Where did you find a peacock? <sighs> Just like walking around. A peacock? I, yeah. And I scared it and it dropped some of its feathers. Peacock, male or female peacock? That would be a male. Mm. Because uh, he has his feathers to impress the ladies. Mm. And also at times maybe say to a large predator, I'm way bigger than you think I am by showing you the size of my ruffle. Yeah. It doesn't smell. I just thought I'd smell, I like to smell things. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I think if someone hands me something, I'll smell it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Worth keeping in mind. Well, should we get to some questions? Uh, I've still got more questions about the feather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where did you find it? Well, actually, my friend Carrie, who you know well, Mm -hmm. was celebrating an early birthday this week. I went down to Oceanside and we were trying to think of some sort of theme of sorts that we could engineer the night around. And my friend Fleur and I said, why don't we dress Carrie up like a peacock Ah. in those colors? We can put feathers in her hair and then everyone else can paint their nails peacock colored. So that also meant the rest of the party didn't necessarily need to go all bells and whistles and Carrie could be the focus. And we ended up with probably 40 peacock feathers that we didn't use. And I looked at one and I thought, Billy would love that. I love that. I'll take that home and I'll place it somewhere. It's a shame you don't have a cat because I get the impression cats would love that. Don't think your dog would be into that. I'll see what Bobby Johnson thinks of it. I'll wave it in front of his face. He'll just be like, we'll see what he does. We'll see. I actually, that's not the first time someone's given me a feather as a present. Go on. It was my birthday down in New Zealand one time, and we were having a little, what we'd call do, a little party, Mm -hmm. around at my place, and uh, you came along, and a few friends came along, and and Vigo came, and he said, I have a present for you. And I know that Vigo is quite a rich man. Yeah. So I was, you know, And a generous man. I thought maybe a Range Rover or mm. a small small house mm. at the beach. Mm. And he, he gave me a lovely feather. 
Do you know what bird it had come from? Uh, no. But it was lovely, and uh, I still have that feather you to do. this day. Lovely. Uh, was that a do? Is that what you're saying? What? Oh, no, I do. Sorry. <laughs> a do is a Scottish word for a pigeon. Yeah. It certainly wasn't oh, a pigeon right? feather. Yes. Wow. A do. You mean a do, or the actual animal is called... Oh, there's an ado. No. Oh, it's a do. Yeah. Do you do, you D-O. might say to someone, do you keep do's? Oh, right. I do keep do's. You I do. I keep a few do's. Right. How do you feel about pigeons? I like them. My brother's not a fan. <laughs> Why? He's one of those, you know, those gang of people. He calls them uh, rats with feathers. A gang of people well, that there are, don't like pigeons. Yeah, there's a group of people out there that are just like, any any kind of town-based animal right? that they see. Okay. You know, they're like, well, squirrels, rats with furry tails, pigeons, rats with feathers, this thing. Ra- it's all rats with something. But then if my brother and I are maybe walking in a in a wood, or one of my favorite English words, a copse. Mmm, nice. C-O-P-S-E. Uh, and you hear a wood pigeon. It's an owl. That was... Uh... Was that a pigeon doing an owl? Yeah. Right. Not like that. Um, he'll go, oh, lovely wood pigeon. Do you hear those wood pigeons? Like, yeah, but if you brought that over to yeah. Manchester. And the house. Like, Rats with feathers. Oh, emails and real mails. Fast as tigers, slow as snails. Now should we get to some questions? Let's do some questions, Let's Tom. see. Uh, some lovely written in questions here. If you guys have any questions, please send them. The Friendship Onion. Oh, no. It's just friendshiponion at castmedia.com. It was for a little bit there. The. And we dropped the the. No, no. It. it was friendship. And now it's the. That's what I mean. So the modern one, the modern email for our show I mean. is thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com with a kicking K. Here's a question from Gigi. From New Brighton. I don't know where New Brighton is. No, I don't know. Gigi says, I'm a games design student and therefore have a string interest in gaming, but I'm guessing strong, (laughs) right? Think strong. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the idea of video games as an art form? Are there any video games you too feel have a strong artistic voice or merit? Now, you're more of the gaming guy than me, to be honest, Tom. I... If anyone brought an Atari to anywhere, I will be anyone. I had to burp there. I got so excited. I will be anyone at any game on an old Atari. Remember you saying that back in New Zealand because Elijah was like a big gamer guy. And you had said, if you can get hold of an Atari, I will beat you hands down. And I have proven that when there is retro nights in like a pub or something and there's an Atari... I can play any game on an Atari. But if you could pick one, what would you pick? I'd pick Gallagher, but what would you pick? I Well, there's a few games. At, back in the day, when Adventure came out, I loved that game. Oh, yeah, Adventure. Oh, a great game. I loved that. But once you play that a few times, it's sort of, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of repetitive. But uh, if I had to pick any game from an Atari, I'm killing time here. <laughs> from an atta- uh, uh, defender. Oh, defender. Is that the one where you have to put a little dot where the explosion's coming down? No, but oh. I love that and yeah, all. Yeah. It's when you have a, a little ship and you can go forward and back and then you have to go through the mountains and drop yeah, yeah. bombs as well as fire machine guns. Yeah. 
Nice. Is it me that nice? Uh, no, that was a wood pigeon. <laughs> nice. Don't you think it's interesting when someone says back in the day, like you just said back in the day there. Yeah. When you're saying back in the day, are you always picturing a Tuesday or a Wednesday? I don't know, but it's one of my favorite scenes. I like saying that too, but I never picture a weekend. Like if someone says, oh, back in the day, I was really big on Space Invaders. I never think, oh, he means a Saturday or a Sunday. I always think he means a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Back. Way back. back. Right? Okay. Right? I don't think of a day. Oh, okay. We'll drop that then. <laughs> Let's answer this question. You answer it because you're a video game guy. Well, a little bit more than a used to be. Man, there's some... I think I was talking to John about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I think it was John. The, the Last of Us game made me cry i was playing it and no spoilers but something happened in the game where i watched the piece of cut footage and then it asked me at that point to play on with the game and i had to pause it and get myself together because i was overcoming an emotion that is very rare in a game that's, that's great amazing that's amazing yeah but then other stuff like during covid i picked up um planet zoo which is a zoo Oh, you've got to tell your story in a second. <laughs> it's a zoo simulator where right. you start with forty thousand fictional dollars, and you have to, you know what you're gonna tell. No, me. no, I'm just laughing at you doing this zoo thing because I just remembered when you were playing it's it. It's brilliant, and you were asking your your Instagram people. That's brilliant to help you out, and it was always silly things like why is nobody coming to see yeah. my penguins? Yeah, and they would say, "Well, the, you don't have a path." Yeah. I'd, I'd, built, I'd built an enclosure and I needed my zookeeper to go in there and drop off a new tortoise that I'd bought. But my zookeeper wouldn't access the uh, the enclosure, which meant all my tortoises were dying because there's no food yeah. in there. And my friends, my friends online that I didn't know, but sweet people were like, you need to build a path. And then, so that, that what you're supposed to do, as as we know in these simulators, is start small and yeah, build. Yeah. So you start with an enclosure of tortoises, mm -hmm. maybe an enclosure of ostriches. Right. Have them be happy and breed. Yeah. And then you sell those, and then with the profits, you do Build more. it slowly. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know a lot of people have been having problems since the COVID times have hit us done. Yeah, people have been spending a lot of time on their own and sometimes yeah. that can cause, you know, a little bit of mental health issues. So mm. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And the great thing is you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counselling done securely online and there is a broad range of expertise available which not might not be locally available in many areas the service is available for clients worldwide you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today so visit betterhelp.com slash onion that's better h-e-l-p and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental help with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counsellors in all 50 states. Special offer for the Friendship Onion listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash onion. I tell you something that me and Dom love. A service called Wondrium. It's incredible. Full of mind-blowing facts that you can bring into your everyday life. 
Now, if you're familiar with the Great Courses Plus, then you already know Wondrium. It's the same great service, but with so much more. With Wondrium, you can explore thousands of hours of fascinating videos and audio content, documentaries, tutorials, travel logs, and so much more. Find the answers to the questions that you've always been wondering about. Like, I've just been lately looking at the crimes of the century, a selective history of infamy. Really, really interesting. And some of it is actually a little scary, like the um, murderous maids. Anyway, we know you're going to love Wondrium as much as we do. Use our special URL so that they know that we sent you. Go now to wondrium.com onion. And for a limited time, sign up and you'll get a free month trial of unlimited access. That's W-O-N-D-R-I-U-M dot com slash onion. Again, wondrium.com slash onion. Sign up today. You need to tell your story about the simulator that you built, that you ruined overnight, and your son was super disappointed with you, um, that you can have superheroes in. And Sim, Sim City. <laughs> we got really into That's a good game, actually. It's a great game. And that's the same thing. Yeah, it's a simulator. You start off, you build a couple of houses, and then, uh, you know, it'll, it'll sort of tell you, these people in these houses want to go to work. You know, so you slowly build the city, and we built it over, like, weeks and it was big, and it was, we'd went to, I mean, we now had, like, solar power, and we had um, everything you would want, and I sit in, we right. were near the water, and ferries were coming in, right. and people were coming in in, in uh, hot air balloons, we had the Globe Theatre was there, right. we had um, a stadium where we used to have big shows, and that brought in a lot of money, but then, for some reason, I said, a lot of people are coming to this town, we need, we need a bigger uh, bus service. So I, I built all these bus stations and all these buses, but nobody was taking the buses stuff, and it was too expensive. So to save money, I had to switch off the, the police. But then there was a lot of crime because I'd opened a lot of casinos. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my, my, when my son was out, I would, I would run this thing, and I was like, I can fix this, I can fix it. I'm the mayor of this town. And I totally destroyed it. But then didn't you also say that crime had like got out of control? Oh, it was crazy. In the city because the and I could the only switch been... them on for an hour. That's all I could afford. But then I said jokingly to you, I was like, oh, they should have like a, a Batman type character that you can put into the city oh. to take care of stuff. And you said they I, did. I think that, but we weren't at that level yet. yet. No, I couldn't. Your son was very guy. disappointed with you, wasn't he? Because you built yeah. it over weeks and then pretty much over a couple of nights. You were like, I've, I've messed up. I destroyed it. He's very good at saying, just do this, just do that. And uh, I tried to do everything at once. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So that's a good game. So that's, a, I mean, those simulator games are great. And I mean, you know, Uncharted and Skyrim, amazing. Um, and obviously League of Legends we play has some beautiful designs. Yeah, that's associated great. With it. Yeah, great cool. characters on that. Well, do you, want, do you want to answer this question from okay. Mike? Okay, there's some alliteration here. Yeah. Mike. From Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I always feel like Massachusetts sounds like a train. Massachusetts. 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 I was a wood pigeon. Yeah, did you hear it? Yeah. Mike from Massachusetts. How do you say that? Massachusetts. And the lights 
Love the Beatles. Love them. <laughs> Big fan. I thought I was Don McLean. Yeah. As you know, the Grey Havens is a sort of elven paradise, mm. not dissimilar to the idea of heaven. Very good, yeah? The question I would like to pose to both of you, if the Grey Havens existed for us in 2021, who would be the one person you would bring with you, I suppose, and what would your version of the undying lands look like. So yeah, the the elven paradise of the undying lands is real. You can only take one person, Dom, and what would your undying lands look like? Well, <clears throat> I've not seen my mum for like almost two years. And my dad. Maureen! Momo! Um, but, uh, I think you're allowed to call your parents one person. Oh, great. That's, I've changed the rules from Bro, Mike here. Thanks, Bills. I've not seen my parents for a couple of years. Oh. And... Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you. Go on. But I'd love to sit with your dad <laughs> and open a nice fresh tin of condensed milk. He got a tin of condensed milk last, milk, last week. I showed you that photo, right? Two, my dad at the supermarket. Two teaspoons. <laughs> and just sit and watch your football. Oh, I'd love it. It's lovely that. Guaranteed, if you ever make it back over to England or maybe Spain, where my parents live, when we're all together, guaranteed at some point my dad would be like, "Billy, got it. I've got it. <laughs> I would love I've that." It. Anyway, I've not seen my parents for a couple of years. I miss them dearly. And in terms of uh, hanging out, I mean, you know, my mum and dad are both fantastic uh, cooks, and it would be great to just sit around and have a, a long, lazy dinner. Lovely. And maybe uh, a lovely lemon drizzle cake, because my dad makes a fantastic lemon drizzle cake. And that would be your undying lands? Yeah, I think so. A sort of nice living room? Yeah. Fireplace? Fireplace, sure. Maybe a film afterwards. Maybe my brother and his son and his wife. No, you're only allowed one. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, I guess just my parents then. Yeah, that'd be lovely. I'm, I'm, I definitely miss them. Now, how about you? Right. Well, if you don't put your wife, you're in major trouble. I w well, obviously, it would be my 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 wife and child. Mm. Was that Can one I, person? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had one. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, my version of the Undying Lands. Well, here's the thing. Here's the great thing about um, having kids, is you you see the world anew again. Mm. As you, as you start to get older, uh, you, you get this new person, this new human, who's seeing everything for the first time. So lately, Jack's thing has been surfing. Mm. And it's got me way back into surfing again and mm. getting in the ocean and enjoying the waves and just, you know, being out there is just lovely. And I've forgotten how much I love it. So at the moment, the Undying Lands, for me, would be there with my wife and child and just a nice rolling wave mm. that we can just enjoy there. Now, your wife doesn't surf. No. But let me paint a picture for you here. Give me it. You and Jack out surfing. The of waves course, are perfect. Yeah. They're coming in. Nice little sets, but nice little breaks between the sets. Oh, so lovely. You, get yep. you give Ali a little wave. She's on the beach. She's reading. She oh, looks I see her. I see her. She goes, yeah. oh, hi, hi. And you go, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. We're coming in. She goes, oh, great. And then you're not concentrating on no. what Ali's doing because... You're surfing with Jack, yeah. but without 
you knowing. Yeah. She calls over a, a, a lovely young waiter and she says, uh, can we get a couple of nice drinks for my husband and, oh. and my son coming in and maybe a couple of little, you know, some, those just something. Some, some hummus or some mm. black olives or something. And as you come up from the beach, spent, you've had the sun on your head all day, you need a drink. Ali says, just sit down Yeah, here. Lovely. Have this. Wait, finish the sentence for me. Have this. Margarita. Have this margarita. Yeah. Here's some black olives. Here's some hummus. Oh. Jack, I've got you a... A, a horse called oh. Brian. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. The Undying Lands is wonderful. Yeah. Place. Thanks for the question. Thank Mike. you, Mike, from Massachusetts. And now, very exciting, because we've got a riddle. And you Ooh. and I love riddles. We did ask people to send riddles. Send in your riddles. Yeah, to uh, the Friendship Onion at castmedia.com. Please. So this one comes from Carrie Ann York. Or is it Carrie Ann in York? We don't know. I think it's Carrie Ann York. Okay. Right, right. Now, here's the riddle. The rich want it. The poor have it it is bigger than god if you eat it you will die never heard that riddle before i have never heard that either all right let's think about it. The well rich, we can work this out well the rich want do the rich want cash no they've got cash they've got cash they want power the rich want power the right. poor don't have power generally right. no unless well the poor well wait a minute the rich time time the rich want time the poor, poor ha have time. Well, they don't have any more than the no. rich, I suppose. What it's, about? It's bigger than God. Okay, bigger. What about nothing? The rich want it. Nothing. nothing. The poor have it. Nothing. nothing. It's bigger than God. Nothing. Nothing's bigger than if God. If you eat it, you'll die. Nothing. Nothing. I've done it. Did you not know I that? I didn't know it. That. We did it in real time. John. John. I j is it right? That is right. Oh, I genuinely... You are a proverbial genius. Well, you got me there because you were like... What did you say before? Free? No, time. Time. And I thought, when you said time, I was uh, like, I don't, don't think it's time, but it's a big Some, concept. Yeah. Wow, that's a great one, Carrie Annual. Fantastic. And Dom got it. I got it. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I was stoked by that. I was stoked. Oh, here we go. Bills, you want to read out this buttery story? Yeah. We love buttery stories, thanks. It's from Angela. Here we We're go. We're not sure where she's from, but we know it's from Angela. So, I'll, Angela, if you recognise this butter story, this is your one. Thank now, you. I haven't read this. Dom, wait till you hear. Here we go. Angela says, Back in college, while majoring in art education, I had a goal to create 100 portraits to perfect my craft which I usually posted on Facebook upon their completion. One of these portraits was a friend of mine, sculpted out of, you've guessed it, butter. Wow. I gifted it to her, and she thought it was hilarious. It even sat in her freezer for several months. Now, fast forward a bit. <clears throat> a guy who knew us both asked me out on a first date. We did frisbee golf which I was terrible at, but we had a great time. He asked me out again and said, last time we did something that I was really good at. So this time I thought we'd do something that you're really good at. We're going to do some butter sculpting. We had a wonderful and comical time. Beautiful. I am happy to say that last year, that man and I celebrated our eighth wedding anniversary. Oh. 
as well as the birth of our third child and first daughter. Hmm. We named her Rose, and we often refer to her as our little Rosie Cotton. Well, that is absolutely lovely. Isn't that good? See, butter can bring people together. I love butter. Yeah. How about that Richard Taylor story last week about the fact that he used to fashion things out of margarine? And now we're talking about butter again. He would fashion it, give it to the restaurant so that he could get a meal. He was so skint, he had no money. Amazing. And there's another great butter story. Butter, the great giver. Now we've had a couple of lovely comments on our YouTube channel as well, The Friendship Onion. Over at uh, YouTube, you can watch us. Oh, and people have asked me this a few times, so let's just clarify. The audio drop of the podcast is usually about two hours ahead of the YouTube Mm -hmm. drop. So lots of people will say, hey, I saw that the podcast is ready to listen. When is it ready on YouTube? It's usually within a couple of hours you'll get it on YouTube. Which is weird, isn't it? Because you would think the speed of light is faster than the speed of sound. Good point. But yeah, it's slower in real life mm. for some reason. Really? Yes, Tom? Summer is winding down, and so is its carefree nature. Mm. Ease back into reality by seeing how much you could save on home and auto insurance. That's right, Tom. Get your adult back-to-school list sorted. Haircut, organise your office, find a better deal on your home and auto insurance. I tell you what... Policy Genius can help you with the last one. Mm, it's never a bad time to find ways to bundle your home and auto insurance and save on coverage with Policy Genius. So if your home and auto policies are almost up for renewal, let Policy Genius look for a lower rate for you. They saved customers an average of $1,250 a year over what they were paying for home and auto insurance. They've saved new customers an average of $435 per year on auto insurance. They've also saved new customers an average of $350 per year on home insurance. Their team will handle the paperwork to set up your new policy or switch over your current one. Getting started is easy. First head to policygenius.com slash onion, answer a few questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius takes it from there. Fantastic. So head to policygenius.com slash onion to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Now, Billy, of an evening in Los Angeles. In fact, last weekend, we sat around, glass of wine. We're reading a play. The sun's going down. We're chatting with your wife. The dog's running around the garden. And we think... What are we missing here? And you said to me, I'll tell you what we're missing. I'll tell you what we're missing. We're missing a fire pit. And you got out the bonfire fire pit from Solo Stove and lit it. And wasn't it lovely? It's lovely. It absolutely changes an evening. Mm. And I really mean that. Mm. This Solo Stove, so easy to light. You get the fire going easy. It doesn't have all the smoke of a normal fire pit. It's mm. got some sort of crazy technique of getting rid of the smoke that works brilliant Mm. and i think just having a fire pit in an evening just gives the evening a focus Mm, it's just better solo stove creates story worthy moments Mm -hmm. without the fireside fumes i mean no one forgets their time at summer camp the friendships activities and most importantly the s'mores oh that's absolutely true Stainless steel construction designed to regulate the airflow and burn more efficiently with the design of Solo Stove. 
just makes it really fun to sit next to because, like you said, you've not got smoke kicking back towards you. Lovely. No one needs a reason to gather round the fire, but Solo Stove just took away any reason not to. And now you can get $10 off when you use the promo code ONION at checkout. Just go to solostove.com. And remember, you get $10 off when you use the promo code ONION. Leave your reviews and maybe we'll read them out on the show. In fact, we're going to read this one out right now from Jamie M. Thank you, Jamie M. Hello, Jamie M. Who says, this is just pure joy. Hopefully he's talking about the podcast. You are given a front row seat to an amazing friendship Wrapped in a fandom, wrapped in a string theory. Well, that's true. Well, that is very nice. Thank you very much. In terms of guests we were talking about, Stephen Colbert, there's a strong chance that we might also have a string theorist come in sometime soon and really bend our melons. I can't wait, Tom. I think, I, I know that it, it sounds weird and unusual, but I really think at some point, I will find the answer to everything. Do you think that the reason why you're so intrigued and obsessed with string theory is that thing where that almost like the the feeling of sand slipping through your hands, the the closer you get to understanding it, the less you know? Is it that intriguing thing with your brain where you're like, I'm almost there. Oh, I've lost it. There is I'm that. Like, oh. And I also love the idea, uh, like we were talking about before, that, you know, things that seem really important, like, you know, a painful knee or something. But that's actually not reality. Right. The reality is... The what? The the reality (laughs) is actually there's there's strings in my knee. They don't even know that the knee's not working right. right. You know, the reality is there is no Dom Monaghan. You don't exist. All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the but, actual reality if we could just get our heads around it but wait let me ask you wait. this you might not be the right person to ask I am this. maybe the string theorist who's coming in might be at one point your knee was fine a few yeah. months back yeah. or, or a couple of months back your knee was fine now that your knee is slightly compromised has that also compromised all of the other strings in the galaxy type thing or just the strings in your knee well here's the thing because I think if we understand string theory correctly, then there is no knee. You're right. There is no spoon. That's a great moment in the Matrix, right? With the exactly. How do you bend the spoon? And the little kid says, well, the thing to keep in mind is there is no spoon. You see? <laughs> uh, lovely stuff. Thank um, you, Jamie M. Thank you. Do you want to read this uh, one here, Bill? Kobo and the Beat. That sounds like a great band that Is I would it? go and see on a Saturday afternoon yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Kobo and the Beat says, there are some podcasts where you feel like an hour's a bit much. Well, I guarantee you want the Friendship Onion to be three hours. I love it so much. Dom and Billy are two of my favourite people ever. I love this show. I feel I feel weird reading out nice things about ourselves. Yeah, it's but I think it's nice to tell Kobo and the Beat that we've read it and we we want to thank them. It's very un-British, isn't it, to very. kind of blow our own trumpet? <laughs> but we'll do it every every so often. Um, thank you for that. And also, in terms of a longer podcast, I know you and I had spoken at some point about what we might do for a Christmas episode. And one of the ideas for a Christmas episode, which I love, by the way is that you and I get a little 
inebriated on some late night sherry and do an episode. And I think if we do a sherry episode, instead of it being an hour, it may turn into two and a half hours. It may turn into a day and a week. A day and a week. Could you pass me the candied walnuts and the fermented cheese, please? I, I'd like to see John with a couple of drinks in the mic. Oh, I bet John, our producer, can pressing all skinful, pressing all the wrong buttons. We saw him uh, a couple of days after a bachelor <gasps> weekend, and he looked absolutely dreadful. He looked dist- He looked ten years Destroyed. older. Looked like he'd been in fights with like a gang of cats in an alleyway. Just looked like, like he'd been. Kicked by a horse that hadn't removed its shoes. Billy and Dom eat the world. My dearest Dominic. William. Our favourite part of the show, especially when we're hungry. Oh. And and it's something that I've tried before, and I can almost say 100% that you have as well. Oh yeah, we both grew up with these, really, didn't we? But this was sent to us by Chris Mork. We've got your email here. Chris from... Kinkinete. Cincinnati. Thank you, Bills. Oh. Uh, Ohio. Ohio. Who says, hello, Chris, this package is for Billy and Dom at the Friendship Onion. In the recent show, uh, Joe Pesci's Shoe, episode five, in the video, they discuss a snack called Skips, which we c- they could not find in the United States. I live near a large grocery store and international market called Jungle Gyms, which just happened to have Skips. I thought I would surprise the boys with a taste of home. Thank you. Inside is a bunch of bags of skits and a little note about finding the snack for them. Please leave the note with the snacks for them to read. Maybe they could use it on a portion of the show that they call Billy and Dom Eat the World. And that is from Chris. So, if you guys can safely send us stuff that we might use, please do so. That's the sound of skips in the packet. Now, let's talk about skips, Bills. This is a... a kind of crisp or chip-like treat eaten by, I think, people of all ages. Little kids love skips because they've got quite a gentle taste, haven't they? Well, it's a prawn cocktail, isn't oh, it? Oh, is it? They call it a prawn cocktail flavour. Mm. Now, do you mind if I open these? Please do. Get your olfactory system going. Give them a sniff. Get your, get your nose in there. As we've uh, said already today, <gasps> I like to sniff things with Yeah. Me. Oh, that's good. It's pu- it's cr- it is pungent. Fish, fishy. Yeah, pungent's a great word for that. That's a, it's um. It's like the back of a chip shop. So it is, yeah. Yeah. Or like you know when you're um you you go on a little holiday in the UK and and there's a little uh, van that sells shrimp and oh, yeah. cockles. And yeah. It's like that. Yeah, I mean to be honest, there's a slight undertone of piss. No, are, you, are you picking up on piss? No, I'm not getting that. Hold Give on. Give it another... Shake it about. I'm getting piss. Urine. Urine. No? Wow, you've really got your nose in, haven't you? <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you don't bring one out with you on the end of it. I'm not, I'm not getting pissed there at all. Okay, no piss for you. That's good. Well, let me read uh, some of this stuff. Now, they're shaped... We'll show you. Shaped like a little flower. You see? And it, and it says here, why are they shaped like a flower? Skips Twitter says, we've done some digging around and found out the following. The shape of Skips was developed in Japan almost 50 years ago. Rather than a flower, we think it was designed to look like the shell 
as a backdrop to the prawn flavour. Yeah, I could see that. A seashell. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And um, skips uh, were launched in the United Kingdom and Ireland in 1974 in the prawn cocktail flavour. Now, you and I grew up with KP skips, but these are made by an Irish company called Tato's. And do you know why they're called Tato's? Go on. Uh, because, and I've lost this, Is but it right it's some, somebody tried to say... Is it here, Jones? Wait a minute. Yeah, oh, yeah, there, there we go. go. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Started in 1954, yeah. the Tato fa- factory in Dublin. The original factory was opened by the founder, Joe Spud Murphy. It was a time when most crisps came from the UK and were unflavoured. Uh, no, it doesn't tell you why. <laughs> but, well, he's uh, called Spud. Spud, no. Spud, no. No, no. There was, hold on, John's going to save me here. Because there was a thing up, we said to John, look, we're not going to talk about Tato too much, we're talking about skips, and he get rid of the thing that told you why it's called Tato. Well, but there was basically a kid, I can't remember who it was, it was probably Joe Murphy's son. Yeah. And he couldn't say potato, so he tato. said, Tato! 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 Like that. It's, and, he, and then Joe Spud Murphy probably said, that's a great name for a factory that makes crisps. Well, call them the Tatoes. Tatoes! My... I think anyone whose favourite flavour of crisp or chip, as they're known in the United States, is just plain, like ready sorted, I think there's something wrong with you. What if you're going to dip it in something like like a salsa? Would you want it plain then? Maybe. Even then? Even then, I'd want jalapeno because then you've got that spice and stuff like that. I, I can't think of a situation where ready salted or plain crisps is a good choice for me can Should i try, try him no i'm just going to try one are you could you do the same please yeah and they melt onto your tongue don't they that's you're ready about skips mm. fizzy slightly fizzy i'm actually yeah they're great quite a lot of um action in the salivary glands yeah don't you think and you don't need your teeth you, if you press your tongue against the top of your mouth, yeah, you can crush it. They're gone. If you've had like wisdom tooth surgery, mm-hmm. and they said to you just for the next couple of days, eat yogurts and maybe soup, you could also invest in a bag of skips. I used to eat these at the cinema a lot, sat in the back row, try to like kiss girls and stuff. So it reminds me of like try to kiss girls and stuff. Isn't That's it? funny when when it's prong cocktail. I wouldn't eat prong cocktail and then try and kiss someone. No, what I'm going to do this time, Never Dom. had any success with women back in the day. No, what I'm going to do now is get a lot of them. Yes, because I've tried them as singular. Now I'm going to try this, which I'm going to estimate is nine. Ready? Number nine. It's a lot. Billy tried to break the world record of putting marshmallows in his mouth, and he almost died. How was that? That was brilliant. How many marshmallows did you get in your mouth? Ish. Do you remember? Eleven. And did you... Did Big you, ones. Yeah. Big Eleven. ones. Eleven. But I, I heard, though, that it's very dangerous because if you suck and you get, a, you get a full-sized marshmallow in your throat, you could die. You'd have to do that thing that's in every medical drama. Tracheotomy. Where you open up somebody's throat and put a straw in there. I'd love to open up your throat and put a straw in there. <laughs> That would be great. You, pr- you probably find a skip in there. 
right the, now. Dom. Wait, go, but wait, let me just finish right. that. The, the other thing with marshmallows is, depending on how much moisture they've been exposed to, they swell, don't they? Yeah, well, that's the so thing. So on the way down your throat. Yeah. Like a sponge. You were dancing with death there. Dom, go on. take a big handful of them. Yeah. Really do this for me, okay? Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I, f- I feel as though... That's the way you eat them. At least nine, yeah. Your yeah. wife loves skips, doesn't she? She loves them, man. Eh? I went to one of the um, British shops a while back and managed to find a bag of skips, and she was delighted. Yeah. What? Crunchy at first. I mean, it's a lot, isn't it? When you get a, a, a lot of them, it's quite a lot of salt. It's a lot of salt. I have Dom. to say, I'm still chasing the dragon for you to do that thing that you did with the Jardinera the first time you had it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of my favourite moments in the show. You get the pizza, you're struggling. You go, right, I'll just take a big bite of that. And you put it in your mouth and you go, oh, oh, Dom, oh. Like completely <laughs> overwhelmed with how happy you were. Oh, Dom, oh, oh. Well, at one point we get, but we're not quite there yet with the skips, are we? Dom, mm-hmm. I went away for a trip there. Mexico. And when I came back... The first thing that me and the family got was a pizza and we got a big jar of the Jardinera out of the cupboard and I covered it in it. And it's, uh, that's one of the greatest finds yeah. that the, the Friendship Onion has found yet. Mm-hmm. But I would say that Skips isn't far behind because that's mm-hmm. a delicious thing. Give us another fact, Dom. Mm. Oh my God, what well, well, I'm Skips were first launched in 1974 under the description Shrimp cocktail flavour, but this was not persuading enough. So they changed the name to Skips. So I guess Skip has some of the letters that also are included in the word shrimp. I don't know where the K comes from. Oh, cocktail! Cocktail, right. What What do you think? S for shrimp, right. K for the bit of cocktail, and then Ips. Ips. So it'll be... What did you say the S is? Shrimp. Shrimp cocktail inside people's stomachs. You're a genius. Isn't it? You're a genius. And look, the thing about the names just popped up, and I was right. Joe Murphy's son couldn't pronounce potato, so he said tato, and it became a very clever way of marketing in the marketing campaign. Is there a word that you still struggle with as a grown-up? As a grown-up Scottish person, it's almost impossible for a Scottish person to say a purple burglar alarm. Oh, wow. A purple burglar alarm. Just so you guys know, what Billy is trying to say is purple burglar alarm. Absolutely impossible. If you're from Scotland, or if you can do a Scottish accent, put it on just now and try and say... A purple burglar alarm. Wow, yeah, that is quite hard. Very difficult for the me. The other thing that I've noticed with your wife mm. and you is that because of the dramatic difference between saying water in Scotland and water in the United States, you guys will just full-on adopt an American accent when you say water, won't you? So you'll be like, um, hi, could I get uh, water? <laughs> you will say it like that, won't you? Water. It's true. Water. Because if Water. someone in a restaurant says, you know, would you like anything to drink? And I say, I'll just have some water, please. They go, what is what? it? And I'm like, and, and then I think, 
I mean, you know, you asked me if I want a drink. What do you think I might be saying? Yeah, it's, it's got to be close. It's got to be right? something like it, water? you know. Glass of water. Yeah, can I have a glass of water, water. please? <laughs> John's laughing and his, <laughs> and his mic's still on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to finish these skips in one fail. Oh, swear. this is a good sign. This is going to get a top class score then. And we, we should do the score. Oh, don't let him swell in your throat, Bills. I've got, got. They're going all over the place. Look <laughs> at the state of you. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the dust. Oh, yeah, the, the skip dust at the bottom. Oh. <laughs> I used to love that oh, stuff. <laughs> and you'd always have that kid at school, wouldn't you, who would pulverize them into a powder and eat them at break time, and they'd have them around <laughs> the mouth. They'd be like, I'll clean that up. Or you had a friend who... Um, if you if they had a packet of skips and you said, "Oh, can I have one?" They would go like that with their hand, <laughs> so they'd only leave like one skip above their fingertips. Hey, I became one of the major kind of turning points with my best mate Tom and I back in the day. Yeah, was I? So I basically I arrived at Saint Winifred School that uh, sang "Grandma, no, We Love You." Can't believe that I arrived at Saint Winifred School in the very last year, the graduating year for everyone. So they'd been there for six years or so and mm -hmm. I came in in the last year so you know had to make friends quite quickly and one of the ways that I made friends very quickly not sure why I did it but I did do it was it was break time and someone had dropped a jelly baby on the floor but a while back it was like full of dirt and stuff and we were looking at it and Tom went I bet no one will eat that and I picked up an eight and Tom was like you I love you you're a good friend. We're mates now. Uh, <laughs> all right, scores. Scores and the doors. Flavour. Flavour? Flavour. Well, it's prawn cocktail, they say. And, uh, oh, is it shrimp cocktail? Is it prawn cocktail? I mean, is shrimp? shrimp and prawn the same thing? I, th I, I feel like know. it's an interchangeable word. Is it? I think so. Right. I would say prawn cocktail. It's a fantastic flavour, Dom. It, it's a great flavour. It's subtle, though. It's subtle. it's subtle, it's salty, it feels nice on your tongue, it's got a nice mouth feeling for me. Mm. I'm going, I mean, taste, I'm going to have to give it a 9.2. Wow, you That's really like it. a good tasting crisp. It's nice, it's a little too subtle for me in terms of what I'm looking for out of a crisp, but I enjoyed it. I'm giving it a 7.1. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, I like it. It's not great. But hey, aesthetics. Aesthetics. The look of it. Of the bag and the chip. We can't even look at the chip because we've ate them all. No, I've still got one. Hang on. I'll right. hold, I'll hold, hold one it up, up so we can have a look. I'll hold one up. The, the, the... Describe it to us as much as you can. Well, the you crisp don't... or the chip itself. That's a bad, that's a bad example because that one's slightly messed up. It's basically like the, the <clears throat> excuse me, the face of a flower, isn't it? Like a daisy or a... It is, but it's got, it's a, it's got veins on it, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. shrimps. Mm -hmm. You know, like shrimps have those little veins. Yeah, it's quite Looks pretty. Um, and also the bag, yellow, mm -hmm. inviting, very food inviting. I think you don't often see crisps with that delicate design. It's got its own look, hasn't it? Yeah. So I, I'm going to give it a strong 9.5 for design. That is good. Well, that's good attention to detail. I'll give it an 8.5. Okay. I'd like to see it a little bigger. Use usefulness. How useful is a skip? 
What what else would you do with it? Like, say, you had friends coming around <coughs> for dinner, Excuse and me. all you had skips, skips, a loaf of bread, a jar of jardinera, and some vanilla ice cream. I'm I struggling with usefulness, aren't we? Really, I mean, it's a bag of crisps. Did anybody in your family or in your um, circle eat a sandwich and crisps? Oh, I will. You will still? Absolutely. I love crisps in a sandwich, salt and vinegar or jalapeno chips at the top of the list. But a lovely crunchy crisp in a sandwich, it also stops the moist parts of the sandwich from compromising the bread. Well, hold on. Because you create a little barrier. Yeah, please. Explain to me (laughs) your number one top sandwich with crisps in it. Oh, man. Well... I like a granary loaf. Okay. So you've got some seeds. It's it's a brown bread. Maybe you've got some, you know, poppy seeds or caraway seeds or mm-hmm. whatever, sesame seeds in there. Butter. Mature English or Irish cheddar. Oh, there's some not cheese fussy, in there. But it has to be mature. You know, I'm not messing around. I want the type of cheese to be what? like... A bit s- strong. Yeah. Rocket, which is a type of spinach. You're putting some... Ve- you're putting a... a Spinach thing on yeah, there? Yeah, a spinach thing on there. Right. On the other side of the bread, Marmite. <gasps> there's a lot going on here. Thinly, very thinly sliced green apple in that sandwich. I know. Wait. But because that green apple is moist, if you put that next to the bread, it's going to make the bread all soft. So then you want a layer of either jalapeno or salt and vinegar crisp in between the green apple and the bread. So the salt and vinegar, green apple, marmite. Rocket. Right. Mature English cheddar. The mature cheddar. Is this not getting a bit tart? Oh, it's tart. But I like... You want the tart. I want... My favourite sandwiches are the ones that you take a bite and you go, I need a minute. Like with those, some of the crisps that you know I like. I like to have a couple of them and then put them down and go, wow, that's quite intense. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, you're welcome. Is it hard to get Marmite here? It's harder. Because I bought you some. Did you? And I forgot to bring it. Oh, well, it's definitely harder. I saw it and I was at a kind of British store and I saw Marmite and I thought, okay, Tom, because I don't eat it. You don't. But I thought, Dom likes it and I don't know if he's got a place where he goes. Nowhere near me, but sometimes when I come down to see you and the family, I'll zip by the British shop and buy some. We will do Billy and Dom Eat the World with Marmite at some point, because it is just an absolute staple, isn't it? Well, next Uh, time you come down, next time you're down, I've got a little jar for you. Thanks, Bills. Do you want to tell us your favourite sandwich, or do you want to bank that for another time? I'll bank that for another time. Okay, we'll bank it for another time. So, uh, Oh, it's uh, uh, usefulness. Usefulness. Can you think of anything else you would do with skips? I mean, even if you were making like a pie or something, <laughs> like pie. a like a shrimp pie, it's like not, a fish pie, it's not gonna you're not going to sprinkle. Would you crush no. skips on? And top? also, like you said, in a sandwich, you want a crisp that slightly holds together. You put this in a sandwich, it's going to disappear. So you're basically just eating it as a skip. Yeah. Shrimp cocktail in people's stomachs. Yeah, I think usefulness for me, it's a one. It's a 1.3 for me. Okay. Well, that was Skips, you guys. 
Well, that was fantastic. And now we're going to listen to an amazing piece of music mm. from Sarah Vernier in Linden, Virginia. And the song is called, I'm probably going to get this wrong. It looks like it's Icelandic. The song is called Dio Freya. It is Icelandic. Oh, hang on. The song is called Think About Things mm. from a band called Dio Freya who are Icelandic, to find out whether or not this song is funky for you. <laughs> oh, I know I love you. I find it out to see how you feel about me. Well, Dominic, <clears throat> that took me in an absolute road trip. That was amazing. Let me ask you this as a musician. That mm -hmm. very kind of classic thing that you hear with bassists where they kind of mm. like slapping are they are they kind of hitting hammering on the that's string? basically what they're doing Tom making it bounce but uh, that's the boom but and then the that's when they pull it oh. boom it's amazing that. yeah it's brilliant I liked it Love and that. it was weird, was it? Because it started in a certain place. And then at one point, all the music sucked me down into a hole. Did yeah. you feel that? Yeah, yeah. And then it came back out all funky like. Oh! Imagine being in a club and that kicks in. You'd absolutely love it. I would love it, Dom. I'd like to be in a roller skating disco when that came on. Nice. Do you know what I would do there? At that point, at that point, I would, I would I'd put my legs akimbo. And I go around sideways like a crab. <laughs> I can just picture it right now. And also, for you guys out there, we've we've created a Spotify list yeah. of songs featured on the Friendship Onion. And this song will show up on that Spotify list. So come find us at the Friendship Onion. And uh, you can listen to our playlist. I, th I really liked it. It was funky for me, Dom. It was, it was early 80s. Weird synth funky for me. I'm going to give it a, a can I give it a mark right now. It's not a mark, is it? It's a band. I know a person. I, I please, know. please do. I'm going to give it early eighties Prince, 1999. That's that's funky. That was really funky. It was funky for me too. There's no question. You can't argue with the funk there. I'm gonna say Duran Duran funk. Oh, lovely. Pretty funky. 10 points for the bass player's name. Of Duran Duran? Yeah. Who didn't mind slapping it occasionally? I bet he didn't. Um, <laughs> is it Roger Taylor? Very close. J John Taylor. Yeah! Roger Taylor. Was Roger Taylor in Queen? Was he the yes, drummer from Queen? Yes, he's the drummer from Queen. Who's the bass player from Queen? Wait a minute. Wait Ron. a minute. Oh, do you remember in the movie? Brian May. Brian May. Freddie. And Freddie says to him at one point, I don't even know what you do. <laughs> no. John Deacon. Ah, oh, John Deacon. Never mind. Well, listen, guys, if you have a song that you'd like us to listen to, please send in the suggestion. And who knows, maybe, maybe we'll feature it on the show and maybe we'll put it in our Spotify playlist. Thank you, Sarah Vernier. I like that. I'll check that song out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Out on the way home. I loved it too. Uh, maybe I'll listen to it on the way home. And speaking of which, we have to bounce. So we'll see you all next week. Don't forget to send all your messages at... The Friendship Onion at catsmedia.com and also your voice things to speakpipe.com forward slash The Friendship Onion. Rate, review, subscribers, and we will see you in a week. See you next week. Toodles. Toodles.